0: Now, if you want some information, if you want to okay, get okay, so, the gist of what's really going yeah, on in this motherfucker, you need to listen to these motherfuckers on Mock Talk Radio. These motherfuckers know exactly what's going on. Mock Talk Radio. Mock Talk Radio. Talk, radio talk, mock, mock Talk Radio. Talk, mock Talk. Radio. Talk radio. My talk, talk radio. Talk, talk, talk radio. My talk radio. radio. My- Tom, hop, Tom, Tom, the words really fucked up. fucked up you see it in the news, news. not just saying it cause of my last name but shit gives me the blues I saw that. politics got me sick yeah. fuck those who didn't vote fuck y'all. but we're here to educate right. even those y'all on election day <laughs> <laughs> revolution. Best believe shit when we tell televised nah. that's why we did it on the radio, radio. between the rhetoric where the truth lies and time flies nah. when you're having fun but ain't no fun with this one he got nerfed as shit I got these big guns <laughs> and O.D. sometimes Charger, I'm Kaiser Listen to the shit we spit back You might come out a little wiser The liars, the cheaters, the haters The tweakers, the fakers, the fake news Italian, white beaters Mark, talk, Talk. radio, Mark. Mark. Mark, talk, Mark Radio Another edition of Mock Talk Radio. Merck, Odie, Charles, and Kaiser soste Today's date, May twentieth, nineteen seventy two. Woo I'm sorry, Ryan. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All, right. All right, we're gonna start off with Merck. Hit us with a blurb Apologies, as you have your own show at six thirty PM on Mondays. Same channel, same
1: what's going on. I I, I I'll just sort really of come out and just say it, you know, the whole thing. Usually I have something written, so I have it on my, my OneNote and I have my notes and I have my articles and everything. This week I was just like, man, fuck that. Because every time I start to write something, something else happened. You know, the yep. whole uh, it's just going so fast I was just like, why would I even bother, you know, to write something when it becomes obsolete in an hour. So you figure with the Trump investigation, uh, first of all, all of a sudden it turns into a criminal investigation, which would mean that if he's criminally charged, they probably wouldn't even need to impeach him because he was just be in prison. <laughs> you know, you have Michael Flynn, who basically we found out he didn't even want the job because of his conflict in Trump. Hired him anyway For whatever reason, I don't know Uh, Flynn Basically was against Turkey, he's like anti-Muslim And he was against Turkey, the country And all of a sudden They paid him Half a million dollars and all of a sudden He was Turkey's best friend So now he's advocating for Turkey And doing things to help Turkey Like um, when he was on Obama's team like advising them against certain, uh, certain things that would benefit Turkey, you know. Like they didn't want uh, rebels' arms because they were, the Turks didn't like them. It was, just a lot of, it was just a lot of mess. Now, you figure if you have somebody who's, uh, if it's treason, you know, one of the textbook definitions, they would, it would have to be a country that we're at war with. But you figure if you're getting money, and steering the U.S. government in a direction that hurts the U.S. government but helps yourself, you know, that's, while that may not be the textbook definition of treason, that is definitely illegal. So but possible. Flynn is probably going out. to go to prison, you know. He better enjoy his freedom now because he's probably going to go to prison, you know. And for Donald Trump himself, somebody is fragile as Trump. You know, I look at it like this. Trump is worth, according to Forbes, who knows, because he won't release the tax returns, he's worth $3.5 billion. That's what Forbes says, right? Think of it like this. Like Odie, um, Blue uh, Nation, if you're there, $3.5 billion. How many generations do you think that money would last you if you didn't spend it all on Chinese hookers and, you know, how long? How many generations do you think that money would last? Year?
2: Billion with a B. Billion with a B. Uh, it's the last name. Nice
1: yeah. talk. Sure. Yeah. Oh, what's up, man?
2: Yeah. What's going on? Don't I mean, nice?
1: Yeah. And we're talking generations here, right? Yeah, generations. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's life-changing money. So you figure someone like, someone like Trump who has that money, and for him, it's never enough. So it's basically, he doesn't want to be president because he wants to govern. He wants to be president to make himself rich. And now, he's trapped in a situation where like, I can't just push all this off on Jared Kushner. I can't send him to Saudi Arabia in my place. I've got to be an actual president. You know, and it's not sitting well with him. How long do you do you think before forget impeachment, forget him going to prison, right? Cut that out of the equation. I'm a, I'm asking you guys, how long do you think before he just snaps and resigns, or snaps and has a mental breakdown?
2: I uh, I don't I don't think that'll happen. I think that would be too ironic and and too, too poetic justice um, for him <laughs> to actually have like a mental breakdown because. That would require him having some sort of health care. <laughs> 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 like, that would be the irony. So, no, I think that would be uh, too smart. politically sweet. So, no, that probably won't happen. But um, and, uh, I just uh, think uh, he's uh, uh, going to get caught well, and end up having to pay the consequences for all this, all this mess that's going on. Yeah. What about but you, I just see that you say, happening.
1: You,
3: yeah, I, I do see that happening before he he ever considered to to get impeached or anything like that. If, if there's like any consider, consideration at all for him to get impeached, I think that at first they'll have a mental breakdown.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because and and what about you, Blue? What do you
2: think? He must stand on the board.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. But um, I look at it like this. Right, you figure North Carolina, right? We had five billion dollars worth of damage due to the hurricane. We gave uh, an estimate, you know, bipartisan estimate of nine hundred twenty-nine million just to get just from federal aid to help out. Donald Trump gave us six million dollars, which does nothing, right? And when people say, "Well, I wish Donald Trump would run," The country like a, like a business Why his business That's why his businesses fail He's a shit businessman What he is is an amazing con man Probably be the best of all time Because he's president But the problem is in these situations He controls the narrative. So he gets away with all this stuff Because he, he bullies people He'll make people do work for him And then threaten them with a whole bunch of lawsuits That they can't afford to get their money He controls the narrative. He's finding out the hard way that, you know, being president wasn't like it was on how they describe it on Fox News, where they say, oh, Obama's a dictator. And I know Trump was like, I want to be a dictator. <laughs> but the problem is, in a system of checks and balances, it does not work that way. So he can't just make a ban on Muslims because the judges won't shoot it down. He can't just make executive orders at, you know, at will because if they don't follow the if they don't follow the law, they will be shut down. And he can he can fire the director of the FBI. He can't fire a federal judge <laughs> So he's starting to find out that it's you know, it's not all it's cracked up to be. And I guess maybe Obama made it look easy. Maybe that's why he thought he could do it. But the bottom line is, I think you know we don't have to worry about impeachment. He's just gonna snap beforehand. He doesn't want to do this job. He watches Fox News all
2: day. Probably in the bathroom you know
3: <laughs>
2: so about about your eleven forty five I tagged you I meant to tag you sooner, but <laughs> randomly, I got home last night uh, about one o'clock in the morning. And I'm scrolling through Facebook Mm -hmm. and I see somebody I work with ask um, if anybody's following the shenanigans at Reddit. So I Googled Reddit, like, to see what was trending. And um, it, of course, involves your beloved 45, your favorite guy, 45. And (laughs) I'm just wondering if you had heard anything about it, So what was going on, like, what the... (laughs) Ruhaha <laughs> was um, just because I did do a little reading up on it, and then I had like a side conversation. We didn't have the conversation on the thread, but um, my coworker started texting, me, and he was just like, "I don't know what's going on," and he kind of like offered some interesting insight into what he thinks is happening there. But hmm. are you now, telling me what's going on with at Reddit, uh, Merce?
1: I don't. I don't. I don't get on Reddit. So I'm, on, I'm on Twitter, yeah. I'm on Twitter every now and then, but not Reddit. I'm, I'm a hit, you know, but I'm not that hit.
2: <laughs> okay. So apparently, there's like some sort of conspiracy theory. Don't ask me the details of the conspiracy, theory. but it was gaining a lot of traction on Reddit, and 45 in typical form demanded that it be silenced, and Reddit pushed back. That they weren't going to silence it, and that they are going to support free speech. Um, so I guess now they're kind of getting into it with with them. But um, this worker kind of theorized, well, well, maybe this is just a distraction. You know, the the don't let us distract us from the fact that, um, you know, he's still being investigated for Russia and all of this other shit. Correct. So I don't know. I think you might have to fill us in on Monday, because um, that should be interesting. And that's assuming that that's even still a hot topic on Monday, because send me the, uh, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure two other things will happen between now and then. If, if, if there's a link to that subreddit, shoot it to me. I'll, I'll, I'll
1: give it a look. Absolutely, absolutely. But I, I, I look at it like this: before I, before I let it go. I have to I have to look at it like this The only thing keeping Trump in office right now Is that the Republicans haven't gotten what they wanted yet That's the only thing that's keeping him in office Because you know that Paul Ryan And Mr. McConnell are just trying to pretend Like nothing's happening They're avoiding questions They won't go to, you know I haven't seen Mr. McConnell in like a week <laughs> And when I do He's like walking faster than I've ever seen him walk Because he doesn't want to answer these questions You know Because they didn't get their billion dollar tax cut for the rich and that's not even including Trump's tax plan, which now the Koch brothers are on board for because they don't the Koch brothers don't like Trump at all. But Trump's tax plan, his proposed tax plan, is everything the Koch brothers have ever dreamed of. It will give them and their rich cronies billions and billions and billions Billions of dollars, so they need this thing to pass So they'll keep, and I've been saying this for weeks They'll keep Trump around so long as they need him And the second they don't need him, they'll just turn on him And I figured it like this Everybody's saying Mike Pence is worse If Mike Pence, if they knew beyond a shadow of a doubt Mike Pence would sign that in the law, Trump would already be gone I think so I may be wrong, but I think so I mean, Trump is just as evil as tense but less incompetent. So, but I'll, I'll talk about that more on Monday once I get more info about Trump's overseas strip. He's in Saudi Arabia right now. Eating, you figure, if you were in Saudi Arabia right now, what would you be eating? I'm just curious. I know it's a weird
2: question, but. Broccoli, chicken. <laughs> Definitely I'll, 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 I'll give you that
1: Because when I, when I had to think about it for a second there I don't think thing is Saudi Arabian cuisine <laughs> But they were ragging <laughs> on Trump Because uh, His dinner is going to be uh, Overcooked steak With ketchup and young folks are cracking on them. They're like, you don't even eat like a billionaire. You eat like, uh, you know, like, like a hillbilly who just got his tax returns. Overdone steak and ketchup. Like, what the what the hell is that? Why is a billionaire eating overdone steak and ketchup? I don't have any money. And even I will eat my secret A1 sauce. But anyway.
3: Hey, you uh, out the of the followers. Yeah. <laughs> but that's,
1: yeah, but... You know what? Exactly. You were exactly right. I mean and and they were saying on the police the was saying that's the type of stuff that endears, you know, the small town folks, Trump. He's just like us. Like being across the crack. like Donald Trump is just like us. Born and raised in New York City.
2: <laughs>
4: so,
1: but that's all I had. Uh Odie, I turn it over to you.
2: All right, so as I kind of alluded to earlier uh, last night, I took my – I'm trying to do a monthly pilgrimage to to Durham because that's my new city. I love Durham. So I hear. uh, Yeah, it's happening. It's happening. I pretty much distinguish the difference between downtown Raleigh and downtown Durham is, like, people in Raleigh – or specifically, white people in Raleigh, I believe, they voted for Hillary and Bernie, but probably didn't. They probably really voted for not But the people in Durham, I believe, really voted for Bernie. They really voted for Hillary. I really believe that. Um, so it's like some people are just about that length in done here in Raleigh. So it was really busy every month. They have uh, what's called Third Friday. It's basically kind of like. First Friday in Raleigh, art, music, you know, things like that, BU Cafe, a lot of different businesses are really popping. And uh, they have different showcases and things like that going on. But yesterday was also Moog Fest and honestly, it's been voted by like Rolling Stone as like one of the best music festivals in the country. Um <laughs> But, strangely enough, I'd never heard of it. Like, I'd heard of it, but I didn't really know what it was, and I certainly didn't even recognize that it was right here in our own backyard. So, um, finagled the pass out of a friend and managed to uh, go to one of the workshops. And the workshop was, well, just to back it up a little bit, um, just to kind of give you some insight into some new um it was named after some guy whose name was actually, his last name was actually moved, And it was in Asheville for a little bit, and now they moved it to Durham. I think in, like, 2010, they moved it from Asheville to Durham. Um, and it's been popping. It's been popping poppin since 2004. And it's kind of like a celebration of technology and music. So during the day, they talk about advancements in technology, but they try to tie it back to the music, especially, like, with the sense the, the sound, so it's a lot of uh, like house music and ew, 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 like that kind of music um I yeah, know. so <laughs> we went to like one uh one of the showcases last night, and it I felt like I was in Europe, you because know, it had <laughs> that kind of sound, and um but during the day, there was like a grassroots organization panel, and they were tying it back to like music and how to. I guess, established progress there. So the I guess hopeful future mayor was there. Um, I can't recall his name right now, but the guy with the locks was running for uh, mayor um, and his his father's in politics. Um, he was there on the panel, and then this, this other girl was there. Her name was Lola, and I think I'm going to write a blog about just that panel just because there were a lot of sentiments there that kind of echoed my own feelings. And one of the things that she talked about that I'm probably also going to talk about in my blog, we'll get a link out later. But she basically said, talked about the song that she wrote called Dear America, where she echoed these sentiments of your love-hate relationship with being black in America. On one hand, you want to be like really, really patriotic and you want to rep your shit wherever you go in the world, whatever city you're in, you're like, I'm American, and I feel proud of being American. But mm. at the same damn time, like, I fucking hate this place, and I wish that it would be better. I wish it would stop being so fucking racist and so ridiculous with the politics, with everything, and the way that we treat each other. So, yeah, I could go on for days about that. But it was it was a really interesting experience, of course, you know, we hopped around and oh, hopped a little bit. It was popping. I don't know if I've, ever, if I've ever
1: been that patriotic where I'm just like, America! I don't know if I've ever been that way in my life you know, because...
2: You never, you never teared up when you heard, like, the star-sangled banner and, like, seeing no. the jet working or some shit. That should never no. evoke any emotions out of you. Uh, no, never. And
1: not I guess mean, as a kid I didn't care, but as an adult I'm just like, you know, patriotism isn't something that's just automatic, it's just something that has to be earned. And right now America's not earning it. We treat our people like our government treats our people like shit. So it's really not earned. You know. So I mean, if I lived in a different state, I'd probably feel differently. If I lived in California, no, I'd probably I feel differently.
2: If so. it's, it's uh, I don't think so. That's the thing. Like I don't. I don't know. I'd like to think so, but I don't. I don't think it's no. That's just not going And that's and that's really unfortunate. But yeah, I'd like to think so too. But uh-uh. it's just uh, coming for sure. So what's the so what's
1: the next event and do you you
2: gonna go to? Um, I don't know. I haven't. I haven't seen anything pop up on my calendar. Bimbay is today, the Cultural Arts Festival, Amazingly, a whole lot of people going out there listening to music. Uh, the last one I went to had a Biz Marquee headlining, but it's it's free. It's in the park. It's cool. Like, it's been cool when I've gone, but that those are the days when I was just limited to, like, going out, going to one event and then coming right back. <laughs> so...
1: Um, I haven't seen anything come up, but the next one I will definitely be there. be there. Okay. So, so. But um, <laughs> have y'all
3: been watching the?
1: Uh, Charles, you been watching the playoffs? Oh, for 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 the NBA
3: playoffs. I say, you know what? It's it's insane. Like are you guys able to hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's insane that you know, this 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 proves a lot of people's theory that, you know, the postseason the NBA well let me let me just focus in on the postseason. It's fixed. You know, because there's no sense of competition here. I mean you have super teams that are just dominate. You know, the whole the whole the whole the whole reason for the postseason is for teams that are able to go ahead and make it into that particular bracket to showcase their next level. You know, and this is not happening. <laughs> you know, you you probably have like probably like the four or five or or probably like the three six teams that go up against go up against each other during the first round that gives us a you know impressive an, an, an impressive show. But after that, it just goes downhill where you get games where people where other, where the opposing team, the lesser team, is just being blown out by like 40, 50 points. It's just
1: insane. I I, I, I saw the score of the last Boston-Cleveland game, and I was just like, is this NBA 2 k Like, what the hell happened here? Right. In the playoffs, yeah. what was it, like 130 to 86? I'm just like, this is a team that just went seven games against uh, the Wizards. And I know Cleveland is, and Cleveland wasn't. And wasn't Boston number one seed in the East?
3: Right.
4: Yep. Mm-hmm.
3: Right. So I think number one, that's why they end. had the home court advantage, and they lost yeah. two
1: games at the home. Right? Oh, so they, oh, So they lost those <laughs> two games at home. So now they got yeah. to go to Cleveland, 0 in two.
0: Right. <laughs>
1: like, I, what are we I, doing? I, well, mm-hmm. it like this. <laughs> at, at least next year you get the number one pick, so. I was absolutely happy that teams like, and I know you're going to hate me for this, Charles, so but teams like Orlando and New York <laughs> didn't get, like, number one picks because they just sucked all year, and they just sucked on purpose. Sacramento sucked on purpose, sitting down starters. So I'm like, what are you doing? Play ball. Right. You know. Yeah, 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 I'm, 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 I'm gonna get me those 250 dollars sneakers so I can get. Cause I'm like, you know what? I want to get beat up. What's the fastest way to get beat up? You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna get me a romper and wear those Lonzo Ball sneakers with them So two oh, hundred
3: fifty dollars. I do the, uh, yeah, I, I the slippers are two hundred and fifty. I think the sneakers are like four hundred and fifty bucks. <laughs>
1: really? Holy <laughs> hell, <laughs> man! I don't use the N word a lot because I don't like to use it. But when I saw the price of those shoes, I was like, "This nigga ain't shot a uh, the NBA yet, and he's selling five hundred dollars sneakers." But people bought them. Some people bought them. I mean, yeah, people
3: bought them. People believe, you know, they have faith in their, in in in, in lo- What's his name? Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
3: and they have faith him. I mean, he's a skilled player, man. He's he's a great player. I think that he will help out the team tremendously. You know, because he's a he's a true to form point guard. You know, he distributes the ball, and on top of that, he can shoot. <laughs> you know, so that guy can definitely help out the team. But he, like you said, he has to show and prove. You know, you can't go ahead and put out a product out, especially at that price point,
1: you don't and not expect people, spec- people or... to go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> You know how many people who were amazing in college went to the NBA and washed out? You no know, or or had or had true? or had decent careers. Like somebody like like a D Brown, right? I mean he had a decent NBA career, but he didn't he have his own shoe at one point? There was some shoe wars with Jordan back in the nineties. So yeah, the Reebok Pumps. And then and then he won that slam dunk contest with that no look slam. Yeah. And I mean <laughs> I mean, D. Brown played twelve seasons in the NBA, but he finished with like seven thousand points, eight thousand points, or something like that. So he didn't even break ten thousand points. I'm like, someone like LeBron is a different matter because he's just a physical specimen. So yeah, you could you could shove that money at him because you know he's going to do something. But D. Brown, yeah. And I don't know much about Lonzo Ball as a player. I said I, I meant to. Google some highlights of him to see if he's really all that. But, I mean, his father is just ruining him because no one's going to give him a chance. The minute he messes up, they're going to be all on him because of his father. Because his father won't shut his fucking face about, you know, oh, now the brand's worth $3 billion. What? what the fuck are you talking about? Your son hasn't <laughs> shot a shot in the NBA yet. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's, he's a little, little,
3: little oh. outrageous with that. Say that again.
2: What was that? Why do I like
3: I like the game plan. You you say you like their plan? Yeah, I like that
2: game
4: plan.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No no, I agree with it, man. I like the fact that he's building his own. You know, I, I definitely like that. Um now, like, no, that, like I and I, I, I like he
2: don't bite his tongue.
1: That I do respect. Instead of him being a slave to Nike and Reebok and all that doing his right. own brand. But He's putting the cart before the horse. Because what if Lonzo comes into the NBA and, just, and it's just mediocre? You know?
3: That's the thing. And, and what if I, he I comes
2: think in they. great. Think they, like, he's going to go from millions to millions. Like, when?
1: Now, if he is that good, right? And that's the thing. I can see people buying.
3: It's just going to catapult. It's just going to catapult. It's just going to. Their business is just going to catapult. It's going to prove a lot of people wrong. And you yeah, got no choice but to respect it.
1: But the thing is, it has nothing to do with Lonzo Ball. I don't know what Lonzo's saying. It's what his father's saying. And a lot of people are hating on uh, Lonzo because of his father. And that's not right. You know, even I got caught up in that. You know, but then you had to think about it. I mean, I don't really hear much from Lonzo, I just hear from his father. <laughs> You know, I mean, and that's so. the thing. As far
3: as makes makes a great argument as far as like the talent and, and the son. I mean, of course, son. But I mean, it's, it's you and probably Nation could go ahead and speak further on that. I don't know, Nation. Are you on? Yeah,
2: no, nah, I'm, I'm oh, I haven't heard mean, him. Oh, there
3: you go.
4: There you go.
3: Yeah, so Ooh. he, so I, I'm sure you could go ahead and speak on, on
4: Alonzo's talent a little bit more than I can. No, lot. Um, Lonzo was a good talent. He'll, 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 um, he'll make a a great addition to the Lakers, or any team for that, for that, um, that matter, you know, because he makes a lot of players around him better. Um, he's thriving now, and, you know, he'll flourish in L.A., you know, because everybody looks up to him in L.A. He was raised in L.A. And, And you know what, and I I have a question.
3: I have a, I have a cool mm-hmm. question about that. All right, so if he happens to go to L.A., like Celtic said, you know what? We don't want him. We already have um team. And he goes to L.A. Like, do you think what, – what would happen with uh, D'Angelo? Because he, he doesn't play the two.
4: Yeah, D'Angelo Russell would have to get traded. Because remember, they wanted to the trade him before with that problem where he recorded uh, – what is that guy's name that was with Iggy, Iggy Azalea? Um, young right, Nick Young, yeah, uh, Nick young. yeah, yeah he, he young. um he recorded him, and remember his teammates didn't even want to um you know interact with him at all. So they were they want they were looking to get rid of him or um Nick Young at the time. I think they're gonna get rid of him because he's young and he has he still has value right now. So they can they can build off of the trades from uh whoever they get for for him. And if they get Paul George, let's say, or right. um, you know whoever, whoever, if they want to get, you know, building right. the ball, you know, you know Ed, nobody Ed, wants Paul Ed, George, aka Paper Jordan. Nobody <laughs> wants Paul George. Hitting, <laughs> nah. I, you know, I agree with you. I agree with you. I don't. I don't. He just disappears. I don't understand it. You know, he's such a good player. Why do you disappear when it really counts? You know, I don't understand it. But uh Merce, the the sneaker that you was talking about was the pumps by um D Brown when he pumped up yeah. the shoe when he right. dunked he won the dunk contest and no look. You know, so yeah. But D Brown was a pretty good player, just for a couple of years. Exactly.
3: You know
1: because I, I, I remember him getting his own shoe before I knew who he was. I remember seeing that commercial where he's pumping up the speaker, and I'm just like, what college is this guy in? Oh, he's in the NBA? Oh, never heard of him until I saw his sneaker commercial,
4: you know, and then, you know, he's
1: doing this slam dunk contest and all that other stuff, and then he just kind of, just,
4: you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just,
1: just kind of faded into the background of the bench. And I'm not mm-hmm. ragging on him, but it's just that someone sort a spark of talent like, like a Harold Miner.
4: Right. Right. They were calling
1: yeah. him they were calling him Baby Jordan at one point.
4: And then right. he just
1: vanished. And it's not like somebody like a Penny Hardaway or a Grant Hill who had that spectacular talent but just got hampered with injuries. You know. We're just talking about people who just you know, the NBA is highly competitive. Everybody's athletic and everybody serves a purpose, you know. And it's kinda of like how wrestling was, where it's like you had your the stars and then you had your jobbers, right, to make the, to make the superstars look good. Now everybody's a superstar. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I know everybody doesn't have their own sneaker deal, but at the same time, uh, everybody's making money with the NBA. And I know, I, and like I said, Alonzo Ball and the father, they're just putting the cart before the horse. If he came in and had two great seasons on the Lakers and then he comes out, and with his sneaker deal and his apparel deal or whatever, you know, even if he want to do it on his own, I, would, I wouldn't buy it. But I'd be like, oh, okay, that dude that scored 22 points a game has his own uh, sneaker line. And it would then that would just be the end of it. Instead of this dude hasn't done anything, and he's selling 500 topper sneakers. No. Mm-hmm. So. just.
4: Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. At this
1: point, the only thing we could
3: do is just go ahead and and wait it out and see what happens. I'm anticipating it, man. I'm anticipating the whole entire yeah. draft, and I mean, I'm anticipating because I know there's gonna be trades. There's, I mean, there's talent out there, you know, you know, the hell yeah, out cool. the backcourt. But can't wait. could be no trace for, be
1: no trade for the Knicks. No one wants to go to the Knicks. Mm-hmm. You said what? <laughs> no, no one wants to go to the Knicks. It's <laughs> be, be one less trading. They, they want to go to Leavenworth before they go to the Knicks. At least Leavenworth yeah. probably has a better. Leavenworth probably has a better small forward. So.
4: Right, right, yeah, yeah, damn it.
1: Yeah.
4: Insane.
3: But real quick, um, Odie.
2: that
3: Oh, okay, great. All right. Um, what is the deal Let's switch topics? Okay, what's the deal with um, Odie? With mm-hmm. Odie. Monique, the actor.
2: You comedian? Uh,
3: Parker, yeah, the comedian.
2: I don't I understand, like, where that rant was going from. I know that she had, um, basically went on a tangent saying that she wasn't black and that Oprah and Tyler Perry and Lee Daniels was something big or something, her ass or something really ridiculous. My thing is, I don't understand where it's warranted. I just don't understand where it's warranted.
3: No, as far as well, like her exposing that, or
2: yeah, like or why, like why now, like why now, like how long, was, how long ago was there Do you think? No, do you think was, that it so
0: has like
4: something? You think it has something to do with people don't want to work with her because her demands are too high ever since she won the
2: Oscar? No, honestly, I think she probably looks back on it to herself, like, damn, like, (laughs) if I were in her shoes, I would look at it as, well, damn, like, I just got nominated for an Oscar, and I want an Oscar to be a villain. And she's probably wanted to redeem herself, so she's not – so typecast or mm. Because when you look bigger picture, it's like, yeah, like, I mean, unless you're a maid or unless you're like a terrible ass person, like, how many black actresses are really winning Oscars out here? Or in Halle Berry's case, she had to fuck Billy Bob Thornton. That was a terrible, like, mm-hmm. that was, yeah, yeah that monster yeah, ball. Like, it was. I mean, it's like, when you think about it, what are these black actresses really doing that are calling her and she's actually she, in the office? And I think maybe she thought she was willing to take this role for now um, and I can redeem myself later and then later never came because maybe she's, and now she's talking about it. I think that that's what it is because otherwise why now? Later never came. I
3: mean, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, you know, she's She's a black sister, a black actress. That's, that's, in, that's in entertainment. I mean, of course, she's gonna be typecast, like you said, Holly Berry. What's that, Monsters Ball? Which was a horrible movie. I'll tell you. Look
1: like this. You know, and, yeah,
3: and she, was she won the award that. <laughs> <and I> that's <still laughs> <it. laughs>
1: exactly.
4: Mm, exactly. It was just. Horrible.
1: It wasn't. I mean, Billy Bob Thornton to me has. I mean, Swing Blade aside. He's not that... He, I think he's overrated. I mean, he was good in Sling Blade. I'll give him that. You know. He was but, really good in Sling Blade. Other than that, I mean, you know, he's. I always see him more as like a bad Santa type than, you know, anything else. So it was just like,
2: uh, uh, nah. And, yeah, I think she thought she was going to be more of a Hollywood starlet, that that Oscar shit was going to catapult her to the next level. And her star
0: fizzled, and now she's lashing out.
2: Everybody's
1: star fizzles, and everybody lashes out so about it. Some people stay quiet, but then everybody, and especially if you, if you star fizzles because you make bad choices afterwards. You know, Hollywood, that whole market with Hollywood is so fickle. You can't really predict. <laughs> you figure, even in music, you figure... The husband and wife executive team that signed Mariah Carey to Virgin Records, after Mariah fizzled out with glitter, you know, and they got fired. The people who signed Mariah Carey, when she was still kind of big, was fired because they decided, you know what? September 11th just happened, but we need your story, Mariah. We need glitter. You know <laughs> Bad decisions mm-hmm. And I think I don't know the whole story With Monique But from what it sounds It just sounds like She made some bad decisions And I know pff, People get salty And lash out But I wouldn't take it And heart.
3: that's the thing and, and that's the thing I think that, I think it's, it's It's like It's it's, a, it's an abuse of power in, in, in certain for, for certain people Like Oprah uh, What's the uh, Lee Daniels And um, I think She even mentioned um, Tyler Perry Tyler
4: Perry Yeah mm-hmm.
3: Yeah I think it's it's because it's politics at the end of the, at the end of the day, you know a lot of people dealing even in, in their business in corporate offices, you know where you have your leaders, you know if you do something remotely wrong or upsetting to them, they could go ahead and blackball you for gaining you know for moving up within that particular company, and I think that it's the same situation here to where that Monique, apparently she was expressing how she felt about the whole show. When I'm about, I mean about the whole situation with Oprah and that show that she had with her family mm-hmm. and the brother that abused her, I think that's I don't know no. what, what was that, right, Odie? I don't know. Is she on? Is she still here? I guess not. I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> <more>. <laughs> but I think that that's. No, that's I, don't the... know,
2: I don't know what show you're referring to, but I don't watch a lot of own. I watch like two shows on own.
3: What was mm-hmm. that?
4: I watched
3: two shows on my own that's it Yeah but I know she was she was talking about that to where that she spoke to Oprah and Oprah was asking her like hey look is